Turn it up. You're listening to the Marketing Millennials Podcast. I'm Emily Ferguson. And I'm Daniel Murray. Get ready, because we're taking you on a journey with today's marketing leaders and tomorrow's top stars. Let's go! No BS, just a fun, unfiltered industry conversation with the game changers behind some of the coolest companies from around the globe. The one request we tell our guests. Stories or didn't happen. A big welcome to our marketing fam. Prepare to turn the f*** up. You're listening to Happy Hour, aka 15 minutes of unfiltered marketing chat and likely a cocktail. I know I've got one. It's your two favorite millennials. Hi, guys. What's up, TMM fam? We're on the clock, so let's do this, Fergie. All right, let's do it. Let's kick it off with our first topic. Why creativity and being human is more important than ever in marketing right now. I'm seeing this everywhere, aren't you? Yeah, it's super crazy. And a lot of brands are finally coming around to this. Like Apple's been doing this for years and they literally stated in 1977, like empathy, empathy, know your customers, be human, like understand humans. And it's now brands are catching on to this human side of it. And on the creativity side, I think like We have so many choices out there. We see all these ads every day. We see everything. And the only thing that's going to stand out is being creative and being human, like flat out. Yeah, I think especially at this stage in the game, we're kind of all looking and seeing things on a new level. You know, it's easy to kind of see through the guise of old marketing and old branding and maybe branding is not what I'm thinking, but more or less just seeing through that sort of marketing guise. And being authentic and really having a human approach is the only way to really be seen and heard because it's not really being seen and heard as much as it's being felt. Yeah. And I think being human like is literally not having like this fake appeal to you. It's showing that you're trustworthy, showing that you understand your customer, posting real pictures of real customers and employees the good and the bad (laughs) yeah and something that you do really well is posting like user-generated content i think that's so humanizing of the brand of what they're doing that's so nice of you to call it i think ugc it's just always an authentic pulse on our world our culture and so what better way to kind of turn to your own audience to kind of share in that voice I love this topic of like UGC because social proof has been around forever. And (laughs) clearly some brands don't get this. Just fill up your page with the social proofs, reviews, awards, some top recognized publications, actual photos of your customers saying things, videos of your customers saying things. Do it. It's needed in marketing. It's needed on your website. It's needed on social. Yes, I would play my little siren like, it is not bad to acknowledge positive content about your brand or even your personal brand. It is not bragging on yourself. I mean, in a negative light It is bragging on yourself in a very positive manner that can only grow your opportunities and your ability to connect and potentially make money in the future. Isn't that the end goal? Why would you not want to share that? That good news. Yeah. And why not let your customers talk about your brand? Like they are your voice. They are who you're trying to solve their pain points for. So let them be the forefront of your brand. I will wrap this up and I will admit too, we are really making a push 
I, like I'm seeing a massive push, especially during the holidays. We're going to see a big shift in how brands are marketing. And I have a big feeling UGC is going to be a massive part of sort of this holiday season that we're about to enter. I mean, we've seen it so much in sports as they have returned without fans and kind of turning to that virtual fan element. It'll be really interesting to see how marketing transitions in kind of a similar step. This is actually a great transition to the second topic we had, because I think TikTok is inspiring a generation of creators. And on that note of like user generated content and stuff like that, like Charlie D'Amelio, the number one TikToker out there, did a partnership with Dunkin' Donuts. Have you tried it? <laughs> I, I am on a diet right now, so I don't think oh. that drink would suit my 75 hard that I'm on right now. But, <laughs> but I feel you. What's crazy is I can't remember the exact percentages, but app downloads on Dunkin' skyrocketed. Charlie is just so authentic and like natural and such a good creator. And she just like Gen Z and her followers are just like, why not try something that Charlie's been trying before? This was like a brand deal. This was awesome. Like, and these creators are actually like inspire my creativity, which is crazy to even say about like these creators on TikTok are coming up with the craziest trends, the craziest. Like the coolest thing I think on TikTok, it's inspiring. Like if you look at, go look at Spotify right now and look at the top 50 songs, I bet you 90% of them are popular on TikTok first and TikTok made popular. TikTok has inspired a new generation of trends. And I, I'm interested to hear what you think about this because it's such yeah. an interesting platform. No, it's so fun. Like you can no bullshit. I feel old at times anymore these days. I'm sure some marketing millennial fans can relate, especially in this millennial stage that we're entering, but TikTok keeps me young, damn it. <laughs> I am absolutely inspired at all moments by the youthfulness and just the energy, even in these times that's coming out. I think the ability to also leverage it and transition this into a business venture for a lot of these personal brands is freaking awesome. The creativity is transitioning into entrepreneurship. And it's so fun to watch. First and foremost, I fully support it. I too have been on that wedding diet. So I have not actually tried this drink, but soon enough, I hope to. Yeah. And what's also crazy about it is they actually, I was showing Fergie this ocean spray thing that just happened where this creator was posted this viral video that went back of him drinking ocean spray on a... The best song ever. Yeah. And it was crazy because... Ocean Spray just started trending on TikTok. And now it's like a brand that was probably like, I haven't like heard Ocean Spray for years. And now it's like just up and coming just because of one video and them taking advantage of the opportunity to go and even buy this guy a car and make him post even more. So talk about UGC. Also shout out to Ocean Spray for that social listening tool that I'm sure they're paying for. I talk about a way to capitalize on that and even to capitalize on authentic interaction with a fan. It was just absolutely beautiful. And even the transition of just an amazing song. Like if he had used any other song, I don't know if it would have hit as hard. It was definitely just one you want to kind of watch on repeat. And what's, what I love about TikTok is that it's inspiring a new type of influencer. I think like 
there's new influences that you've never ever heard of that just came out of nowhere. And now they're like, like overnight. Oh. Yeah, like Charlie D'Amelio. True. Overnight. Noah Beck. Overnight. All the younger creators that came, even like the ones that moved over from Musically over to like the now TikTok, like they weren't like popular on Instagram first. They weren't popular on Snapchat first. So it's like Charlie was just like an average dancer that just basically blew up by leveraging her platform. Yeah. And she didn't even understand like there's a podcast that I've heard with Gary Vee basically saying like, I got 40 likes and then a hundred likes. And then it was like her video just blew up and then she became like the number one. And then like Addison Ray and all these creators came out of nowhere, which that's why I love. Like it was so hard before that, like on Instagram to like get popular again, unless you like had a song blow up or five years ago, Instagram, you can explode quickly like yeah but it was you still had to grow like way not overnight it was rare and overnight sensation would hit unless like bigger media platforms that were already established had already established followers would have like reshared that piece of content it was hard to actually own your own platform like channel and then like create your own content from it yeah and i think if anything like anybody thinks like this is for like young children or younger generation like go on there just to like see the sheer creativity everybody has on there like every week there's a new trend every week there's the challenges are my favorite yeah it's so amazing and what's cool is like one thing i want to say is like how they put advertising in the middle of that they layer in advertising that looks very ugc it looks like Part of the platform, it looks native. It looks like you're not even seeing an ad. Sometimes I forget that I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, that's a cool song. And then I'm like, oh, it's an ad. But <laughs> the best advertising doesn't feel like marketing. And that's what they've been on TikTok. And I think like if it once it gets too layered in ads, I think it might be too much. But right now it's pretty good. I think getting a chance to kind of adapt a tool before it's really become mainstream is so valuable. It's actually funny, especially from a business standpoint. I'm noticing that a lot of businesses have been hesitant to adapt to reels. I've seen a lot more adapt to the IGTV format. I mean, it's essentially like YouTube for Instagram, but especially for those brands that are still kind of centered on Instagram. I'm really seeing that organic opportunity taking place in reels right now. And it'll be interesting to watch and see. I mean, they've essentially just been a straight up copy of TikTok. We'll see if they start to be able to produce more of those overnight celebrities or if it's still going to be that kind of slow momentum that ultimately kills that platform. We'll see. But I also shout out to the coolest cool who came on our podcast. (laughs) He said something brilliant and I never thought of this before, but he was like saying like, when a social platform launches a new feature, double down on it because they're doubling down on it. So I have thought about this every single night since that conversation. And it is fully why I'm going in on Reels because Reels has been untapped from a business standpoint. Yeah, and exactly that. Like double down on these features. Like once I saw that, like I was about to post on my LinkedIn story during the podcast interview because that's how much he motivated me to do that it was crazy it was like double down on the features because they're going to promote it so and it makes total sense they're going to promote the features 
you should double down on it because they want views on that. They're literally creating the tool for you to serve you to more people. Yeah. And it's same like TikTok, like use the trending songs because like people are, these artists are paying for these songs to get promoted. So if you use a trading song, it will trend more because they will need to have more views on that song. We are getting down to the last minute. You have to quick fire because I want to hear your thoughts on how LinkedIn is essentially still the Facebook of 2012. Last call on happy hour right now. (laughs) Serve it up. I think that this opportunity is still a window to do this, to double down. There's still a huge amount of organic reach on LinkedIn. If you miss this opportunity, you're going to cry about it. Gary vee has been saying it for the last two years. And now like there's probably about a year or two left of this. So I honestly, the two platforms I say is LinkedIn and TikTok has organic reach, double down and maybe reels if it goes up. But I think like those two double down right now. Absolutely. What are the key points? Like being authentic on all of them. Even yes, like LinkedIn, it's okay to be authentic. Like you are allowed to tell people that you've struggled the last year, but you've bounced back and you're at a new place or you have a fear of speaking about something, but you know what? You're doing it. You know, you even spoke about like, hey, I've started a podcast. Like I am not good at speaking, but look at you. You're doing amazing. I think you should be proud of that. And I think that authentic conversation is something that only connects you further with people. And isn't that the point of social media? Yeah. And it's understanding the rules of the every platform. But I think like one thing that I think it goes on every platform is being empathetic and being authentic and showing your true self because people connect with emotions. And I think like I made a post one day that I suffer from anxiety, like, and I'll post that on LinkedIn and I'll own it. It's okay to do that. It's okay on every single platform to do that because I think the key is to be relatable to like everybody on the platform. Everybody's going through struggles. Everybody goes to sleep every night. Like we're all human. We're human beings at the end of the day. It's okay to be real. And I think that this has been a super real happy hour. Last call didn't get us sloppy. It got us to the core. I think especially in this time, like having an understanding of the pulse of people being human and it's okay to be human. It doesn't mean you're weak. It means you're actually strong. You're strong enough to humanize yourself and feel the ability to kind of come together. And I think it's an important takeaway, not only in personal lives and personal interactions, but even from a business standpoint. Yeah. And I love this happy hour. And I think Virtual happy hours, keep doing them, people. It's it's fun. Connect with your friends, connect with your loved ones, connect with people. Yeah, tell them to listen to our podcast. Tell them you thought about them because of this, you know? It's okay to be communicative a lot. It's okay to text and not get a text back. Cool. And feel free to drop any topic anybody wants to hear during this happy hour. We want to talk about it. We want to share what we our knowledge on it. Feel free to send me and Ferg a DM on LinkedIn and we'll answer and until next happy hour. Heck yeah. I I I can't wait. <laughs>